Welcome to the Livelihood Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Melinda Francois, a business coach, strategist, and project manager. I help people like you to package their unique knowledge and skills to create multiple streams of income and build sustainable online businesses. I've gone from being broke, living paycheck to paycheck, to building a five-figure coaching and consulting company. I did this by overcoming my scarcity thinking and I've mastered the art of my thoughts, habits, and words to create the life I want for myself. I want to help others to tap into their higher self to create a business they love and to reduce dependency on one stream of income. We each have gifts that can be explored and this podcast will help you to get the confidence to maximize your potential, to achieve what you want and take the desired actions to accomplish them. I'll be sharing tips on scarcity mindset, generational poverty patterns, business strategy, online marketing, habit building, and content creation. Growth is intentional and does not have to be lonely. And I'm here to help you build generational wealth one step at a time by taking a look at the whole picture. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the Livelihood Matters podcast. It's actually the final episode for season one which is episode number 13, Whew, we made it. And I'm a bit sad about it because it has been such a beautiful journey of learning and unlearning and really just speaking about so many topics that have impacted our growth. I really enjoyed this season and something that I was so hesitant about starting because of my fear of judgment, it turned out to be the best thing I did all year. So if you're new here and listening for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. I strongly suggest that you listen to episodes number one to get to know me better and get to know what the podcast is about. Episode number two, which speaks about scarcity, which is a core issue for many people and it affects everything that you do in life. And episode number 11 on learning to accept where you are. Today, I really just want to have a casual conversation with you about how we can keep ourselves back by our thinking and decisions. I will share some scenarios about myself and some of my clients to help you get the gist of things. So let's get started. So I recall being abroad wanting to get my business off the ground because I had taken a break after the hurricane and I was really invested in my work. I just wanted to start, but for some reason, I just doubted myself for the first time. And I wondered where did this came from? Why am I this usually confident woman who speaks of her bug boldly, suddenly start downplaying herself? After a few weeks of feeling stuck and just not doing anything, I realized that I was getting that you are not credible judgment and criticisms from my peers and people who I thought would understand. So I allowed myself to believe these remarks about my blog being irrelevant and I should write an academic paper instead. <laughs> Can you imagine? So I almost got lost in this, but I realized that it was the people's projections of what path I should take that was the issue and it was pure BS. I wasn't pushing myself as I used to my business and it was the people around me whom I was speaking with and the negative remarks that permeated my thoughts. The funny thing is that, you know, sometimes people have no idea what you're doing and they don't have no idea what a coaching business is, a blog or a digital creator is and they just had an idea that success is based on one way and that is academic accomplishments, accolades and it was their story, not mine. So in that case, they were wrong. Has this ever happened to you? Can you recall a time when you allowed yourself to listen to other people's opinions for validation? Seriously? I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Humans sometimes don't play our credibility and ability to do great things because 
we believe that someone else should also support our ideas or prove what we are doing. So what you find is people whom you share ideas with, they don't have the same um, passion for what you're doing. They don't have a freaking clue as to what you're doing, but they are conditioned to work in a job and impress others with education, position, status, and so many other things. So they project this onto you. Now you are trying to be creative and you have all these opinions of people whom you seek validation from. That's the recipe for insecurity. That's the recipe for failure. I think it's a sign that you always need to get external validation, so it's not good for your growth. What it does to you is that, you know, it helps you stir up more self-doubt and fear and you hold back on putting your best self out there. Just because someone said you cannot doesn't mean you can't. You are doing great. You are a boss. You're probably tired of feeling sorry for yourself and downplaying your wolf. You have so many wonderful talents and experiences from your work, travel, groups, school and life. But you are hiding them because you are scared. I mean, why is this? Can you relate to this? Like, seriously. When fear and doubt creeps in, that's the time you need to get up and fight even harder. The act of downplaying yourself stems from childhood trauma and things people said to you through your childhood and adolescence. So you don't try hard enough because you once failed. You struggle for a particular subject like math, so you avoid doing anything with maths. You never felt accepted or beautiful, so you hid. You do not speak up because you were embarrassed for speaking your mind, so you let people walk all over you. This is not okay. Come on, guys. This is not the best version of yourself. Stop downplaying yourself. I've seen this so often and recently from clients. So let me give you an example of how it shows up when you start a business and you're trying to get out of your comfort zone. So number one, I had a client who's an excellent content writer, published author, editor, and marketer, but she kept doubting herself. She did not feel confident to set up her business and make entrepreneurial decisions. She was working a job she hated, but she did it anyway because she felt like she did not have a choice. I had to coach her hard on learning to treat her job as a job, but also ensuring that she doesn't dismiss her talents. So she had clients who wanted to work with her, but she allowed them to underpay her. She was scared of charging more. So you see, she has the clients, but she's still not operating like a business. So all this stemmed from past experiences and people judged her and made her feel like she was not worth it. Someone once told her her price was too high, so she held back on this. The second example I have is in speaking with a friend and working on her strategy to launch a product line. She kept delaying her project start or putting her business out there because she was so scared. Now, let me tell you, this girl is so freaking talented, but she was caught up on the irrelevant stuff like who will pay her all this, how to ship, when should I post, how often should I do this, who will comment, will people share her stuff. She did not make any business decisions and she worked on her business as if it was just a hobby. Now, guys, she could not get the results she wanted because of her thoughts and all these thoughts that she had. So, in my case, in attempting to find the root cause of what was allowing her to think these things, it turned out to be her constant fear of failure that held her back. She felt like she was not credible enough to put herself out there in that capacity as a luxury and brand owner. So, I coached her on letting go of the unknown and working on what she already had, which was a masterpiece product. A few months later, just last month, she made a huge leap in her business and now working on her launch. So she had to really own up to her fears and stop downplaying her talents. So guys, please stop, stop playing small. I want you to remember one thing. If there's one thing you should take away from this podcast is that you are credible and people are dying to work with you. They cannot afford to pay you for the amount of value that you will offer.
So put your head up and be confident as fuck. You are not irrelevant. Start acting like the boss that you are right now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Put, some, put some confidence on and, come and step out there. <laughs> so start making calculated decisions. Just make a decision and stick to it. Now stop allowing your emotions to confuse you. I get it, eh? You are tired of hood, but how does this really help you? Put aside the problems in your head and push your business. I did this before by allowing my emotions to confuse me and delay me, and it really cost me clients and made me more stressed. It is not healthy. Now fire your old self and hire your higher self. Your old self is lazy and always complaining about things not going her way. She's sitting down telling you that that's her, her last paycheck. <laughs> She's not ready. So step into your higher self that is the person who will process her thoughts like a boss who's aware of what she's thinking and she'll be intentional and she'll work on creating her results. Start acting like the five-figure business owner that you are and stop worrying about the small stuff like the number of followers and likes. These vanity metrics do not validate you. Create a plan that works for you. And do not just talk about fancy ideas. Write them down, put them on a schedule, look at the possible risks and possibilities. And if it doesn't work out, it's because you didn't give it enough thought or it's just not right for you. But don't sit down and don't try. When people say you are too expensive, tell them thank you and move on. When people want to give you feedback but never did it before, say no thank you. Set boundaries and keep yourself grounded and level up. You have to take responsibility for your growth and your shift. Now I want you to ask yourself a few questions. You know when you're doing it, when you're shifting, when you're stepping into that higher vision of yourself. Where can I improve overall? What bad habits are keeping me stagnant? Who do I need to be for me to get to where I want to go? Who do I need to spend less time with? What strategies do I need to develop to become the five-figure boss? What do I need to do in order to vibrate so high that no one can make me feel small again? It all begins with you guys. When the voices in your head keep saying that you are not experienced enough, you are not enough, you are too expensive, tell it to shut the fuck up. I'm sorry for my language. Never allow your thoughts to control you. So tell it I'm better than this. I'm going to make massive transformations. I am so worth it. So much more than people think. And people are happy to work with me. I am a boss at what I do. Once you start saying these things and repeating these things, you're going to feel more confident about yourself. I really, really hope you feel empowered to take massive action today. And, you know, you just go out there into the world and you be the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. And this is really the final episode of season one. So guys, we did it. I just want to give an announcement before I leave so you can know what to expect for season two. So after this season, I'm going to be taking a six weeks break and I'll be resuming season two. After the six weeks, I will give you the date that I will be resuming. And of course, I'll be introducing expert interviews and sponsor segments. So if you want to know more, check out the show notes on how to reach me. And if you have questions or special topic requests that you want me to hire experts to speak about, send me an email at livelihoodmatters at gmail.com. I'd really love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts.